Anything combat with Johnny K. But it's anything combat though. Welcome back, combatants, to the Anything Combat Show, where we discuss everything mixed martial arts. I'm your host, Johnny K, and today we're joined by a special guest. He fights at flyweight. He's Venezuelan. Please welcome Roy Bert Echivera. How are you, Roy Bert? Hey, what's up, my guys? Everything good, and you? How, how's everything? I'm good. Can you run me through your time at the Dana White Contender Series? Did you enjoy your time there? Yeah, it was definitely a great experience. Very, very uh, learned uh, experience. I could learn a lot. I'm glad that I had it at the time. So I'm just happy to that happened. Whatever they have to have the opportunity at the moment. So when I was researching you, I saw that you were Venezuelan. Have there been any Venezuelan fighters, boxers, MMA fighters that have inspired your style? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I have a very good friend. Uh, I was actually the, the first Venezuelan to join the UFC roster. Uh, it's Omar Morales. Um, uh, he's a very close friend of mine, and, and I was with him through his, uh, his process to join the UFC roster. And, and definitely was a big inspiration for me um, to to follow his steps and, and be another Venezuelan uh, to to join the UFC roster in the future. Why are you unbroken? That's what I feel. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a mindset stat, status. Um, for me, it's not just the word. It's, it's actually a, 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 a mindset that I have with me. I uh, stay unbroken. It's what I call it. Um, it doesn't matter whatever is happening in your life or, or what you're going through. You got to stay some way or somehow. And why not being broken, be, be strong and, and and look up, stand up by yourself and, and face to whatever you have to face and just just keep keep going and, and stay unbroken like the word say itself. Whilst I was researching your Instagram, I saw that you had a whole bunch of time at the UFC Performance Center. Uh, how often do you go there, and um, when do you train there? Yeah, I mean, I go every time that I have the opportunity. Or actually, I love, I'm I'm in I'm in the roster of of UFC, like I'm signing to it. Um, I just I'm on call, like that's pretty much my situation right now. So I could go whenever I want. I, I've been just having the the opportunity to be cornering, training training partners, and 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 teammates fighting on the UFC. So we just take the trip together and I have the, the, the ability to go and train there and enjoy the, the, the facility, which is amazing. Let's talk about your friend, Jose Torres. So Shorty came on the show already. So he's a friend of the show. Let's talk about his, let's talk about his title fight and your work with him. So when did you start training with him and, um, has he influenced your style? Yeah, I mean, I I know him shorty for 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 a while, a little bit. I mean, he he been commentating my fights and and I'm being big supporter since my, my the beginning of my career. And he's definitely been been a bit a good a good part of my couple of my a couple of my camps and for my fights. It's a guy that I always uh, ask when I'm fighting, like when when I'm gonna fight, like I I ask for his opinion. He's very he's very important. He's a very smart guy, and definitely I admire him a lot and and have his opinions important to me and like always his his side of his other side of 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 fighting which is his IQ that characterize him I really it really means a lot for me his help he's got that title fight coming up with Brave he had yeah. a really difficult match with Inkosi Inkosi was actually the previous episode right before you so Inkosi He's a great fighter. It's going to be really difficult for Jose. How do you see that fight going? I don't see no, nothing different than the first fight. Just I feel like this time Shorty will be more more determined by the time on the time of take of make his his uh, his decisions and and committed to to whatever the shows that he's gonna that he's gonna do. So I feel like he's gonna just be more 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 continent at the time of, of fighting. Like that that first fight was a little tougher. Now they both have the experience that fought each other and make a preparation for each other. I feel like whoever takes the advantage of of use that first experience to 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 capitalize the next one 
it will it is what gonna make the difference. But I feel like that's what Shorty is is uh, is he has the 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 step up. He's he's a very smart guy, and I feel like he's gonna take the the this the most advantage of this second opportunity and be more more um, continent. How did you make a Funko Pop of yourself? Huh? How did you make that Funko Pop of yourself? The the toy? How'd you how'd you make a fake version of yourself? Oh. No, I mean I contact him. I saw that I saw a guy that is a friend of his mine, uh, a baseball player, and I saw that they sent him one, uh, a custom pop pop funk, and I was like, damn, that's dope. I want to have my own character too. So I DM'd them, and they sent me to send in an email, and I just sent in an email with what I want, see if we can collab and stuff like that. Yeah, and they were more than happy to do it. Just one of one collection. And they tell, they pretty much set me up to do it however I like it, and they just ship it to me as a gift. That's hilarious. Let's yeah. talk Max Holloway. So right now, he's in a kind of awkward position. He's in the prime of his career, yet there's no matches for him. Like, you can really go out on a stretch and say that he can have the sequel with Oliveira. He can fight Gaethje at lightweight. He can... Um, fight the winner of Mozart Ivalov and um, Arnold Allen soon, right? And then he can fight for the title. Maybe Ilya wins it and he has to fight Ilya, or he might have to rematch Volkanovski. What do you think is going to happen there? <laughs> yeah, like you say, he's in a, in a weird situation. Um, he's he's the, the people's champ. He's the, uh, the, the, the guy that, that is that guy, you know what I mean? Like, he either fight Ilya, but he... He unfortunately, it's hard to be for him. Uh, Volkanovski at this time, they fought, they fought already, I think, four times, and the result has been the same. So I feel like him going up weight class, he did it. He did it. He did it already. It was a tough one when he fought. Uh, uh I think he fought uh, Dustin Poirier, and it was it was a war. So he he showed at that fight that he can handle a fifty fiver. So I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if he if he tries to go out there and and fight Justin Gaethje maybe for the BMF, which I consider will be be uh, an insane match. He's he's definitely one of the BMF guys when it when we talk about fighting. He's he's been that guy like has never get knocked down and and just been in awards every time that he wants and brings that hit the Hawaiian style. Just go forward, straight pressure. So I feel like I feel like him going up weight. Just with a match that makes sense, that that I feel at this time will be Justin Gaethje, um, will be will be good. And if he beats him, he, he will he will be in a good spot to potentially fight for a title. And that he never fought, he never fought Khabib when he was supposed to fight him. So he may have the opportunity to fight Makachev if that's if that's the, what's happening or Oliveira. He could be in a good situation if he if he go up there and beat Justin Gaethje. Um, which I don't see nothing impossible. I think he could he could he could be that guy too in independent yeah, regardless of the Justin Gage style. But otherwise he will have to wait for, for Topuria Borg, see what's happened there. If if Topuria wins, I feel like okay, he could have that chance to run title again. And if not, it just sucks because you have to maybe face Volkanovski again, which people are not too interested on it. Like, you know, so I guess he's just in a situation that that he has to wait for what what's gonna happen. But I feel his best choice will be fight Justin Gaethje, to be honest. So featherweight is right open, man. Featherweight is completely open, even yeah. though Volkanovski is the dominant champion. You have people coming up like your Diego Lopez. You have undefeated guys like your friend Ilya Tapuria and yeah. your and Mozart Ivlov and Arnold. You can't sleep on him. These are all young guys that are coming into their own. And Volkanovski, as we know, I would have said, I would have said that he would have defended against all of these guys. But now, because he's been knocked out, it does take a toll on a fighter. And we do see that they um, get into a situation where it might take a couple years off their, off their, you know, their career. So yeah, we will see how, we will see how he deals with it. But with the division being right open, I don't know. I predicted, one of my predictions was that Ilya Tapuria would have been the next great in the division. It went Jose Aldo, Max Holloway, Volkanovski, and then I was predicting Tapuria to go in there and run through everyone. The only problem I see is that he's a little bit too young 
So I feel like if he's young right now fighting Volkanovski, if he gets it done, then he's undeniable that he's amazing. If he doesn't get it done, I still think that he can get the belt later on in his career. Do you think that they're rushing him a little bit too quickly? Yeah, I mean, he's a guy that has that I believe that he's going to be the next champs, regardless, like you say, fighting Tapuria, fighting Volkanovski, beating him or losing and then getting later on in his career. He's going to be champ regardless. I just feel like, yeah, you're right. I mean, he just, he only fought, uh, um, fucking Josh Emmett and, and this guy, uh, Bryce Mitchell, which, what well, those, those were the only two guys ranked that he fought. And there's definitely a lot of, a lot of upcomers, uh, at, uh, 45er. So I feel like he, he, he may should fight, uh, Kelvin Cater or or the same Max Holloway in Hawaii like he asked for once. I feel like that would that wouldn't be a ma- that wouldn't be a, a a bad matchup. I feel like that's an amazing fight to happen. So I just I just think that I mean he he's he has the chance to fight for for the title. Why not? You know what I mean. So at this moment he he just taking advantage of his situation and just fight just fight. See he he has nothing to lose. He has more to win than actually lose. He's John. He still can't have a, a, another run. He does if he's gonna get a title on the field, just like Khabib did. And that's a that's a he's bringing that that Spain crowd that 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 UFC are exploding right now. So I feel like he's he has everything to win, nothing to lose, regardless of the result. Do you think he's a better grappler or a better striker? Damn, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I feel like he's a better grappler. People underestimate his his grappling a lot just because he's been knocking people out a lot. But I see him live. I see him rolling. I see I've seen him uh, going like showing his grappling skills, and I just he's just nuts, man. Like his grappling is so solid. His boxing is beautiful. He's a guy that is not a uh guy that kicks too much. He used only only the, what's necessary, but um he's he's. He's very, very well-rounded, so, I mean, I, I would say he's more, more, more effective as a grappler, but uh, when he, if he, if he has to throw hands, he will definitely bite down and, and go wherever he wants. Roy Burt, when I was looking at the start of his career, I saw that he submitted, like, the first seven opponents or something that he fought, and then when I was looking at all the clips of him training, I saw that he had just high-level black belt transitions in the jiu-jitsu department, and this was really confusing for me because I already saw him knock everybody out. So I don't know. Do you think that? Do you think that when he gets in there, he just wants to throw down and he just can't be stuffed grappling? Like who's going to force him to grapple? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like you see, you see where I mean, you can see here. Specifically, on Josh Emmett fights like he, Josh Emmett fights a powerhouse that throws throws hard, go go hundred percent on his shots, and he's also a good wrestler. At the time, he was out outclassing him on striking, and then when Josh Emmett saw the necessary to go grappling, he just got out grappled too. Like he couldn't take the shot that he wants to. He flew over him, and then he was who took the shot. So I just feel like he can he can dictate the pace of whatever he wants to do. So that's why I said, man, like he's very, he has a very good, a very good game. Unfortunately, uh, just for the popular voice, he hasn't been tested with like the top five fighters, but still, I still believe that, that he can pull it off. And if he, if he fights Holloway, he could be a guy that beats him. He, if he fights Kelvin Cater, he, I think he could be a guy that beats them too. So I don't think, I don't doubting about his, his skills. I just say that for public voice, for popular voice, hasn't been tested. But I don't, I don't think he's not ready. He's fucking ready for it, you know. So he just gotta show up. Roy Burt, my prediction was that he would ruin the division, like he would just de- get through all of these guys. But yeah. that's where that's where I'm a little bit worried about the Volkanovski fight and the Holloway fight. They're the only two guys where I think that there's going to be issues. Even a 17-0, and Evloev, I don't think... I think Chapuria could, could run through that guy with the tape yeah. that, that he has on him. I think that with the Volkanovski fight, the thing that we really need to worry about is the fact that Volkanovski is such a good leg kicker and he's really abused this up against all of his opponents. 
And as we know, Ilya, his stance is not really conducive to checking. He doesn't really check a lot. And his his leg is there to be kicked. Do you think that um, Volkanovski, do you think that Tapuria would be able to mitigate that? Or do you think that Volkanovski is just going to have the advantage there and it won't really mean too much? No, like I said, I feel like he has he has the, the power of the database. And I'll say that he, if he seems, if his leg seems compromised, just like if he, if for example, Volkanovski start kicking him, he will be smart enough to just take the fight to the ground. And uh, people talk about, oh, when I say, oh, he's going to take the fight to the ground, Volkanovski couldn't, uh, Makachev couldn't do anything to him. How do you think Topuri is going to do something? There's two different, completely different uh, styles of grappling. Uh, Makachev is like, um, that, more like that smash guy, don't try to submit and just hold and try to punch. I feel like, I feel like Topuria won't do that. I feel like Topuria, once he's taken down, he's going to take every piece of balance and just try to submit him and go for the finish while he's punching. So that's feel like that's the difference between him and Makachev and the Wapler style. So I feel like if he, if he seems compromised in the strike, he just won't take it to the ground and get a spade in. That's such an interesting thing to say that you think he's going to submit him because he did fight Brian Ortega and Ortega's a very good black belt and had Volkanovski in a whole bunch of bad positions. But Volkanovski made his way out. Why do you think that uh, Tapuria would be able to do what Ortega couldn't? I just feel like like his game is more solid than all of these guys on the ground. He has such a variation and flow to 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 make a submission happen. Not just not just he will. I don't feel like he will be a guy that just holds on into a guillotine for his life. You know what I mean? Like he will have the ability to flow through it and, and just get to the next stage. Next submission, next transition, and just keep dominating, 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 and eventually he's gonna get caught in something. You know what I mean? It's not like he's gonna just stay during his life for for a guillotine or triangle. You know what I mean? He will try to um, triangle. If he doesn't work, he go to the back. If he doesn't work, he go to number and keep flowing and flowing. Because I'm seeing it live. You know what I mean? He's not like either. That's go through. That's just gonna hold it to something. So that's what I feel that 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 could be. When did you start working with him, and what does this mean about your game? What? When did you start working with Ilya Tapuria, and what does that mean for your MMA game? What does that say about you? I I, I met him on Jacksonville. Well, not Jacksonville. Before Jacksonville, the his last fight with Josh Emmett. I met him. I met him and his brother uh, here in Miami. Uh they were start training at uh uh. Jim and Kendall at Performance Institute in Kendall. So I was just going there and just working with them and that also in, in, in Jacksonville when they were doing the, the fight week. And it's just, I just, I, that's a guy that, that I love his style and I just look up to and just seeing the, 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 the how he has evolving and how, how he has less mistakes. He, like he tries to get as less holes as he ha- as he can on his game. And, and see the perfect percentage that he is and his coaches and his team, how how method, methodic they are. It's just something that, that I try to implement to my game and my training camps that, that I feel really, really works and so What's his brother like? It's His brother is as nasty as him, to be honest. Like Really? Yeah, yeah. You will see, he just signed to the UFC. He probably do the get an arch, hopefully. So I feel is he like, the younger one or the older brother? He's the oldest one. Surprisingly, he's yeah. That's young. what I would have thought. That's yeah. why I asked. Yeah. Yeah, he's one year older, uh, but he's a thirty-fiver. He's not. Uh, he's he's a weight class division lower. Uh, but he just as nasty as him. Actually, they they stopped training together because it was such a competitive rounds that it was it was no it was no worth it. You know what I mean? Like, like they're gonna end up fighting. <laughs> I like their brothers, you know what I mean? So they just don't put it together like in the in the sense of, of like competing to each other. They just start training, helping each other. Is it a different style or is it the same style? Same style, but like 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 same style, different weight classes, but like his brother just hits he's he's the same as his was, he wouldn't be a featherweight. So he they both they both really good. They've been training since Super Jones. Uh, so 
they they talk, they start with each other. You know what I mean? They very they very simultaneous. They're very simultaneous uh, uh, age. So I feel like that that helps them a lot to train train with each other through this whole life. And now I feel like I feel like Alexander wasn't serious about his career at the beginning. Till that's why Tupuria got ahead of him in the in the in the MMA and. Now that his brother's on on the on the UFC and he's a big of a deal, I feel like he's okay. Now let's let's do this. You know what I mean? Now he's gonna run his own path and and now he just signed to the company and I feel like it's gonna be fun. How both best and betters just probably running both divisions thirty five forty five. When I was reading up on Ilya Tapuria, I heard that he tried to take a short notice fight with Piotr Yan at one thirty five at the very start of his career. When I read this, I was like, this guy's fucking out of control. Like, yeah. th that's another level. You don't do that. So, do you know anything about this? Were you around when that when that first no, happened? No, no, no. I, I knew who he was at the time, but I wasn't like, like that close to the circle. But I feel like he, I mean, he would have, he would have done it. And he's a guy that is, that has his, his goals and his, and uh, he was set. Uh, he has his goal set up so well that he knows what he wants and he would do whatever he needs to do to just make it happen, you know what I mean? And in fact, he went up one week class in the division and just knocked the fuck out this guy and fucking on uh, a guy that was favorite to update notice and just perform. Are you talking about Jai Herbert, a lightweight? Yeah, yeah. He just performed and did the way that he did to him on a short notice, up week class. Then went down to 45. I wouldn't doubt it that he would have done the same on 35. I don't know, Phil Young is a nasty guy too. But like I say, I feel like he, when you have the determination and, and you see your goal so clear, I feel like you become way more dangerous than any, you know. So we would have to see. I guess we never know now, but. <laughs> would you think that that's the style to beat Ilya? Like you need someone as tall as Jai's tall, like tall, long kickboxer? Like a six foot one, six foot two guy, kind of similar to Zabit Magnamir Sharipov before he left. Um, like find a fighter like that, and that would be the style to maybe give Ilya some problems because there's no one else at featherweight that remotely has that length on him. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I don't see, I don't see, uh, like, like I say, I know he's such a well-rounded fighter that it's hard to find holes on him and see. Okay, this style may cut be can be him. I feel like if he fights as such a good striker, kickboxer, he just will take him down and make that fight. Okay, if you see the disadvantage on the on striking, I feel like he will make it even at the ground, even if the other guy has a good ground game. I don't feel like he will be an easy guy to dump him at the ground and, and just stop him. Like, oh, he, he has only the only thing that he has is boxing. No, he also has ground. And if he wants to take it to the ground and see and find out what happened in the ground, he could do it. You know what I mean? So. I just think that he, that's the advantage that he has on on, on the over the division. That, like, for example, you see Volkanovski. Volkanovski is a guy that mainly is standing and trying to knock out people. But if he goes to the ground, he knows how to defend himself. But he's not the guy that goes to him, put the people on the ground, try to submit them. You know what I mean? He's more he's more a control style wrestler instead of he doesn't go for any submissions. That's what I'm saying. He uh, he uh, he's like more like a point guy when we talk about the ground game. Same thing with um this guy uh how's it called? What Makachev? No Makachev no uh at a 45. Uh Holloway. Right. Holloway is Holloway is a guy that just keeps striking, but he knows how to defend himself on the ground. You know what I mean? But they know guys. They know guys that if they see compromise in the striking, they will they will go for the shots and make the fight a grappling game or a grappling fight. You know what I mean? I feel like Tupuri had that advantage if, if he gets complicated at striking. Finally, just to uh, wrap up this topic, let's talk about Volk. His prime, if he is in the prime, or if he's not. Personally, I still think he is because even though he's been knocked out. He looked good in that Makachev fight. It was a division above. Makachev's the best fighter in the world right now. Scott, he's, he, he will go down most likely as the best lightweight to ever live. So I don't see it as that bad of a loss. I just think that Makachev's just that good. And, you know, if if Makachev was at featherweight, um, 
you know, they might have a close match, but Makachev would probably still win, right? I would say that Volkanovski's still in his prime, and I still think that going into this Tapuria fight, I think he's going to be motivated. He's undefeated at featherweight. He's never lost. And I think that he's going to be still motivated to um, fight Ilya. That's the thing. I feel like that. I feel like you're right. That's the thing that you can't deny on, on Volkanovski and his mindset. Wow, he he definitely is in his prime still. I feel like his mindset is just apart. The fact that he took a fight short notice with the best fighter in the world right now, a lightweight division, uh, like remains an upweight class of what he actually fights and just the way he did, and not just one but twice. It's it's just it's just impressive and just been dominating the whole division of forty five for 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 a while right now. Um. I feel like that just give him that that extra, you know what I mean? At the t- when it's time to fight a guy like Tapuria, but like I say, every everyone has their time, and and I I see Tapuria the same the same uh uh surround as Connor when Connor was running the forty five. Just he was so determined to get what he wanted it, and and like doesn't matter how close that that fight will be. I feel like Topuria will still get it done at any moment. Uh, I feel like he will be very—he's very mature for the for the amount of fight that he has and and the amount the amount of experience that he has when we talk about the UFC. Uh, it's just it just I just I just see Topuria winning, not just because I'm fan of him, it's just because stylistically, I feel like he's way more rounded. He's a guy. Like I say, that he could keep it standing, he can keep it. I feel like I feel like Volkanovski will try to like just jab him inside, kick him like that. Adam Sanya style, and Topuria will just pressure him forward, 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 and just gonna if that's annoying, he's just gonna take him to the ground, and he's gonna be that offensive guy, not just that Makachev style that we're trying to just hold it and see what advance little by little. I feel like he's just gonna make him lose on a scramble. Also, a good point is that Volkanovski uh, has been training with Craig Jones, which is a high-level grappler, um, which I wouldn't doubt that he has certain special skills developed. But still, I don't see, I don't see that half that like I don't see just I just see fucking Tapuria winning regardless. You know what I mean? I just feel like he's that good and he's the next guy on on the divisions. What did you say to GSP? The goal, <laughs> the goal definitely. He's a guy that overcame twice, lost the title, went back and fucking took it again. The best, uh, the best to ever do it. I mean, style was submission KO guy, wrestling jiu-jitsu, striking everything. You see, I feel like his he was just a different thing. Like he, him and John Jones are being just like perfect the sport. You know what I mean? Like they just, they just. Like got birds in the cage, pretty much. <laughs> when you met GSP, what exactly did you say to him? Big fan, like I'm just bad. This is my, this is a dream. Like he's just, he's just the goat. <laughs> I just, I just say I'm a big fan, and I'm, I'm glad to have the opportunity to meet him. Now, now that my head coach is the president of Karate Combat, and he work with a, with a. With the GSP Wonder Boy Tons, I feel like we're gonna have more time to and opportunities to to share together. I definitely wanna take advantage of it the most as I can. Do you think Wonder Boy should go to Karate Combat after his MMA journey's done? I don't think it would be a bad option though. To be honest, he's he's that he's a, he's that karate style. He's he could he could make a fun career there, and and Karate Combat is a big platform right now when we talk about that. That striking, well, we can well, we can project the best strikers, all these strikers in the world. I feel like they will have, they have, they've been having guys from Taekwondo, kickboxing, uh, MMA, and also karate, and they all mix it together. They definitely creating at a, a whole different levels of striking. Uh, and that company is growing a lot. I feel like a lot of fighters went up and great to that. Uh, in fact, we will see two ex UFC champs fighting for 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 the company, which are uh, uh, Benson Henderson and Anthony Pettis. You're joking in karate combat. In karate combat. Wow. So, 
that's that's two ex UFC fighter champions that are fighting on that on that company. That just seem that just there you can see how 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 this is going. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt Wonder Boy making a career after he's done after he's done, which is not far in MMA. He's forty something years old or thirty something year forties. So I just feel like it could be any time soon. To be honest. He's still undefeated in kickboxing. Do you know that? Yeah, yeah. He's, he has, he's such a good striker. Like, he's amazing. So that's why I say I wouldn't be surprised if, he's, if, he, if he does it on, on MMA. So else. If he does it on Cardi Combat, sorry. Talking about GSP, the reason that I put him above Jones is because when I was doing more research on it, I kind of found that when it comes to striking accuracy... And when it comes to takedown accuracy, GSP schools gone in all the stats. And what's interesting about it is that it was at a lower weight class. And also, um, his fights that he did it to were all championship level opponents. Meaning that meaning that if he has better stats up against better championship opponents, then that's my argument saying that he just just edges it. Now if Jones goes and wins another two belts, then maybe we might need to, you know, reconsider it. But I think we just need to leave GSP there because of the statistics. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like him and John Jones are, are the two greatest fighters that I'd ever live or get, uh, for me. I mean, I believe that, that GSP above pound for pound, above John Jones, then let's jump John Jones. Uh, our second, then I mean, you cannot say that it's not Khabib. Even yeah, Adam is you. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't like Khabib. Like personally, his style, even if that's such a dominant style, it's not my style, you know. But he's a fucking go-to. But I'll say, I'll say, GSP, John Jones, then Khabib probably. So, and then you're like number four, number five all time, right? Me, me number four for now. <laughs> when I retire, I'll take over that. <laughs> Tell me about your work with uh, Francisco Prado. He's uh, he's a good fighter, and you've been working with him a lot. Is um, what are the rounds like with him? I mean, he's he's a, he's a way bigger guy than me, but he's definitely a, a, a insane, insane athlete. I mean, he's he's a guy that that works very hard. He's a guy that that has the dedication, the patient, super jump, wanted to learn, whatever you tell him. He's a guy that just put his head down and just work and do whatever he needs to do to get the job done. Uh a matter of fact, the the last fight that he did. That he knocked out Horaban Asaitar with a with a spinning elbow. That wasn't that was a work of three months camp only doing same team over and over. That he was a guy that wasn't good at elbows at all. And look at why he pulled it off in a fight. Just that's that just that just shows how 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 willing it is him to work and do whatever he needs to do to get the job done. And he's such a great fighter. I mean. I, I I mainly grappling with him. I don't I don't strike with him just because it's different weight class. It's 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 so much it's such a difference uh when we talk about strength and power, but I feel like I can't handle him on 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 on, on grappling just because I I have a, a good level of grappling, even that he's stronger, but he also take care of me because he know he can hurt me at any point if he does that wrong thing, you know what I mean? So such a good fighter. I can't say nothing bad about him. Just props. Uh, I know that he has a, such a good future. He's 22 years old and fucking 12 and 1. And UFC already. Like, what can you say about that guy? You know? Absolute beast. Champion versus champion, I think, is happening too often, my man. I think that you get two title defenses. Now we hear Leon Edwards saying that he wants to go up to middleweight. You hear Bilal Muhammad saying he wants to go to middleweight. Like, come on, man, really? Like, it's not that it's not that big of a deal. You need you need title defenses before you do that. The only reason that Volk was granted that because he defended the belt for like three, four years, and Adesanya yeah, exactly. got got it, and he's got heaps of title defenses. If you're not plus five title defenses or or five title fight wins. I don't think anyone should be even remotely able to fight for the division above. Yeah, exactly. That that's what I think so too. Like 
when to dominate at least the top five, three guys at your division, you 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 can say that okay, I can't, I want to, I'm I'm done with this. I want to do double title, double championship stuff. Um, it's just I feel like they all running off out of a corner, out of corner status. Like Connor did it on, with no title defense, but not not everybody's corner. You know what I mean? Connor is just one one kind of a guy, and and. You just can't compare. It's like you're not fucking Conor McGregor. So <laughs> when you when you when you do the numbers that he does, when you do whatever he has done for the sport, okay, you may can say, okay, I just want to fight this guy and this guy, and then I want to do this. But other than that, you just gotta prove why why you deserve to do that type of stuff. I just feel like Leon Edwards is a guy that he okay he off he's been. He has a good streak. He hasn't even defended the belt yet. He hasn't defended the belt. That's what I'm saying. Like well, he defended against Kamara, but it doesn't Kamara, count because yeah. it was a trilogy. Yeah. So he, he has to defend against Colby. Then fucking this guy could could be a uh uh Ian Gary could be a a, a a guy that's coming up. Gilder Shabcat. Shabcat. There's a those are there are top guys that you that you have to. Calm down first before you try to go to fucking fight the 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 eighty five champion. You know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, chill out. That's what Leon said. He said that there was nothing for him at welterweight. What I feel, what I feel is that they see right now the opportunity on on Strickland just because Strickland is each fight so ugly that they just see that they just see. Oh, this is the time because if if Adesanya takes his back, he will. I bet you he wouldn't want to fight Adesanya. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't see that he that he will be struggling. Struggling is not an easy fight. He's just an awkward fight that he's underrated. That that they think that okay, I'm just gonna go and snatch the title from 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 uh this guy. But look what he did. He just pulled it off against the best striker in the world and the fucking UFC, which is not Italian. You know what I mean? So the, I feel like he just seen that he just underestimating uh Strickland and just saying that he's gonna go up with glass and just take his title. But uh, with the whole weight class changing stuff, we brought up Tapuri. We've been t- talking about him for forever, dude. Um, if he goes up, I wanted to see the Paddy Pimbler fight. I actually wanted to see that. I know that the fight doesn't progress anything in anyone's career. I just wanted to see Tapuri get a massive paycheck, put it in Spain, do a, do, do a massive fight, sell out a sell out an arena, and just let him knock him out, go viral. Yeah, yeah, literally, that will be. That would sell out arena like a like a like a Real Madrid playing against Manchester City type of thing or Manchester United, just like that. That would be that would be the outcome. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's definitely definitely. I feel like just the Bruyne will just toy him for as long as he wants and just finish him whenever he wants. I just feel like I just feel like Paddy Pimblis has no, he's not near close to his level, but he's a guy that's doing well with his mouth and and and. For his good, he's been winning these fights, allegedly, because he definitely lost a fight with with Jared, Jared Gordon. Gordon. So, so I mean, what can like, what can you say? You know what I mean? Like, it sucks, but he's he's winning, and he and so far, till someone doesn't beat him and and humble him and just prove prove was wrong, he's just gonna keep barking and but he's. I don't see I don't see him as a champion in the future. To be honest, he's he's a guy that has a lot of work to do. Fucking at fifty five, I don't see him fucking beating Makachev. I don't see uh, Makachev. I don't see him beating uh, Oliver. I don't see him beating Justin Gage. I don't see him beating Dustin Poor. You know what I mean? Like he has a bunch of guys to go through. He's just a guy that could make a lot of money in the division. Definitely fighting an interesting fight, but making a run for the title will be hard. As long as I think top, I think I think Bobby Green. I think Bobby Green could even knock him out. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. As long as the top ten or top seven, eight stay the way that it is right now, I don't see any chance him getting close to the titles. Tied soon, you know. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put an interesting take out there, but I think that Stipe Miocic should not come back. I don't see anything there for him right now. I'm gonna just put it out there. I think maybe he can beat someone like a Jalton Almeida. But apart from that, Cyril's a bad matchup for him. Pavlovich, bad matchup. Aspinall, definitely not. And John Jones would rip rip through him. So I think that I think that he should just retire. 
Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, I feel like at this point he's just doing it for ego. He's gonna. He knows that he's gonna. He's know that he's gonna lose the fight, and he has. He has pretty much nothing to lose. He already lost the fight, but if he wins, he wins. You know what I mean? So, he's just. He's just doing it for ego and I just get a last paycheck and say, okay, I lost to. I lost to the greatest of the all time, and fucking, I I get a paycheck. You know what I mean? But if he wins. <laughs> things get rough. I think he will retire regardless if he wins. But he has nothing to lose, to be honest. So. One of the best photos that I've ever seen is you in the suit with your dog. He's uh, my baby. He's my, my first son. So it's, it's my everything right now. I just came from Vegas and I just picked him up with my friend, the Harold. I just, uh, that boy made me just so happy. <laughs> Moving on, let me ask you about Alberto Montez. So, uh, when did you start working with him? And um, is it at the same gym, or have, did you work with him at a different gym? No, no, he's he's my brother as well. Uh, I know him. I know him from from our country, and now we have the opportunity to train together. Uh, he when when we came here to United States, he was in another gym. We used to train together, like cross training. But he was representing another gym. I was representing my gym. We just trained together because we were, we were like from the same, you know, we were friends and we were from the same country. We were helping each other. But now he, he finally moved to our to to our gym and now he's just killing it. You know what I mean? He came back after a two year layoff, injuries, dealing with injuries, a bunch of stuff first of all, and now he's he's back to to make a a, a statement and it's next fights again and and just prove what the level that we have right now. Uh, was that important for you, that he was Venezuelan, to get that Venezuelan connection? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, he's a guy that, that has a, such a great style that 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 I feel like he, he's going to get far uh, when in terms of, of fighting, representing our country. And he's a, such a great talent, uh, skilled jiu-jitsu and striking. Uh, just the fact that he's Venezuelan and we can help each other on, on, on both of our styles and complement. I feel like it's just making it's just just a good connection for the sport, for our evolution and uh, for the upcomings. When do we see you in the UFC? I was I, w- I wanna say next year. Um hopefully things stars align and, and, and goes violent. That's the that that happened in the first the first three, six months of the next year. Um, we're, we're just waiting for the call up in a good position right now. Just coming off a big win and a main event against a good prospect. And I just, I'm just waiting, you know what I mean? Like right now, if I have a fight by the end of the year, I would take it definitely. I feel like I've been training since fucking forever. <laughs> My last fight, thank God I got, I got without injuries or any issues. And I just came back to training the next day and I've been on it since then. Uh, I feel like I'm ready to take any short notice fight for UFC or for any other company that makes sense. So it's just a matter of time. It's a matter of time. I feel like I'm ready. I know the level that I am. I just came from Vegas, part of UFC fighters, work with them, and I know what I'm made of. I just, that's those type of trips just give me that boost confidence of I'm at the right fight, I'm doing the right thing. And I just heard them from them too, as well. Like it's just, it's just more motivation and, uh, fuel to my to my tank to keep going i kept on telling everybody on the show you can't sleep on alex Pereira. he's gonna beat adesanya and then look what happened and then i said he's gonna beat blahovich look what happened and then i said he's gonna knock out um yuri prokasha with a left hook and he didn't get it with the left hook but he did drop him with the left hook right yeah. and my next prediction for Pereira is that there's not a single person at light heavyweight right now that can beat him. And um, I don't see even Magomed Enk alive. I see him knocking out all the guys. I, I, I can't even think of anyone that can beat him. Maybe maybe that one guy, Azamat, who's on the come up, he's undefeated. He's like ranked 14. Maybe he might come up and do some big things. Uh, he's fighting in the next couple of weeks. But apart yeah. from that, I don't see a single prospect. I don't see anyone in the top five. I think Pereira runs that division, and if he wants to, and Strickland's still the belt holder at middleweight, he might just do a one-time middleweight fight and beat Strickland again. 
but I don't think I don't think anyone can beat him really. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I mean, he's he's just getting better and better and better. His striking is just a world class striking. I feel like he's getting his his groundwork together and uh, just de- uh, just developing. He's in a, on a prime age. Also, I mean, he's at the average age of the champion of the UFC. It's just, he just, he's so young in the sport, in the new sport, you see his record, and it's just crazy. A guy that fought a fucking, has four fighter, has four title fights with only like 10 fights. He's just nuts. That's that thing that's never, that's what I heard of. Uh, just, he's just, like I say, he's just getting started. Like, he's a, he's a guy, a world-class athlete, and, uh, at the like at that vision that he is right now, I don't think he's he has no what to deal with right now. Is this the best the flyweight division has ever been? And does that mean that you entering now into that picture, do you think that uh you're gonna make heaps of noise in the flyweight division? Oh, definitely, definitely. I just like I say, my eyes is just model of time. I know the level that I am. I don't feel like I'm far from the top five uh, like level by like skills, skill to skill of the flyway division. I I just feel like I'm not I'm not far from them. I can I can go toe to toe with any of those guys, and I wouldn't see that like oh I'm I just not I'm gonna knock out Pereira. I'm gonna go I'm gonna knock out Moreno. I'm not saying that. I just say that I, I can go toe to toe with them for like at the level that I am right now. So it's just matter of time that when my time comes, uh, imagine if I feel like that way right now when I'm not there. I feel like when the time comes and and I I'm in the top five of the division, I, I definitely will shake him out and and just take the title. Are you big enough to go to bantamweight? He, I wouldn't be a smart move to be honest. <laughs> like uh, I'm not I'm, I'm five five. I'm a I'm a I'm a good twenty fiver. I will be a very small thir- uh, very small thirty fiver. house I'll say I'll say. I mean, I'm a little bigger than than Seguro. Seguro did it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't underestimate me, but it wouldn't be the the. It will depend how the how the 35 division is, you know, at the moment. I isn't a thing that I would. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go outweigh glass because I want. You know what I mean? It's just it has to make sense for me, and because there's 35 is small too. You know what I mean? There's, yeah, yeah. Like I say, I'm I'm the same size of Seguro. Like weight, like high height, and he's a little he's. Thicker than me, like he's he's sideways, more more bit more big than me. He, he put on that muscle to actually go to one thirty five, and and but I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't take out the possibility of me going to thirty five at one point. It just has to make sense. Right now, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go twenty fiver. Um, I I feel like it's still I could grow a lot muscular, um, so. It's just, I just have to let my my body develop better and just keep I'm just keep getting bigger and and, and getting my actual size where I'm gonna end up at 25 and then I could make a decision to go to 35 or even if it makes sense at at some point of my career just go to 35 I definitely will do it if it makes sense like I said. How much size do you want to put on for your 125 uh, fights right now? I will say I could I could get another. Maybe four or five kilos will be another ten pounds more. I walk around one forty-two. I would say I would say I would like to walk around one fifty. That's what I heard most of the flyweights top five walk around. Um, so I wouldn't I wouldn't want to get that disadvantage of weight. They they those are guys that that jump in the fight after the weigh-in to 125 they jump in the cage at around 148 152 pounds i i'm still small in that in that bounce weight after the weight class i bounce like the most that i bounce at 139 140 so that's still on the average uh when it when it when we talk about bounce so i would like to bounce more and and just Get a little bit more, more muscles, so that's why I say if I go to thirty five, uh, my body has to be like really mature and and just be able to handle a uh, 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 actual thirty five on average. One fighter that cut a lot of weight, I think he was around that one fifty area, cutting down to 
125, maybe maybe 145, cutting down to 125. It was Davidson Figueredo, who's the former champion, as you know. He's moving up to bantamweight to fight oh, Rob. Around Hunt. 160. You're joking. I swear. How do you know? Because I know Sehuda, Sehuda trains with him. <laughs> well, 160 is ridiculous for flyweight. That's, that's unhealthy. He's a huge 25 when we talk about like cutting weight. Like when he's off camp, he walks 150, 150A, 150A kind of shapeish. But when he start going and like deep into the camp, okay, he's, he has, he's the type of guy that has to do a three month diet to take a fight. You know what I mean? At 25. So he's not a guy that will call, oh, jump in on 25 in, in the next two weeks. It's not happening. <laughs> he's a guy that has to make three month diet. So. That's why that's why he's so heavy. The weight cut for him is really hard now now that he's older. He's like 34, 35, something like yeah. that. And now he's going up against Rob Font at 135. In my opinion, I think this is a really winnable fight for him. I think it's a very right. difficult opponent, but I think Figueredo will get it done. How do you see that fight going? Yeah, I could see him win too. I think he's 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 more complete as a fighter. I feel like I feel like Fon is more mainly striking, simple striker. Uh, I feel like Figueroa has has a decent jiu-jitsu, uh, also good power, power striking. I don't know how he will, like how he could take the shots of an actual thirty-five. You know what I mean? Like this is this is different. But I also I also don't know how big of a, how big of a fighter is Font, size ways. So I mean I feel like definitely it's a it's a winnable fight for him though. That's all we have time for, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Roy Bert, for coming on the show. Is there any final remarks you want to say to the fans at home? And also, if you could provide us a final message to anyone struggling in life, if you have some words of wisdom for them, uh, the floor is yours. Well, thank you, my guys, for, for the opportunity. It was a really, really good talk uh, and, and funny. Uh, I really love it. It's one of the best that I've been on. Uh, very productive. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, Thanks to all the fans and for anyone that's struggling in life and ha- and it's and it's maybe on his lows or on his highs. You have to be in a certain way, and that's my philosophy. I stay unbroken. Sometimes in the highs, you you could lose your mind, so you have to be stable. And same thing on your lows, you you could lose your mind as well, and you have to be stable to don't to don't make mistakes. And I feel like being unbroken, being solid, being being stand still for yourself, for your thoughts, be be loyal to to what you believe, it will it will get you far. And and that's the way that I live my life though. Follow Roy Bert on Instagram, link in the description and follow anything combat on Spotify. See you guys next time. Bye bye.